Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and storyteller. At our table today is... Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. I'm Riley, and I play Grimlock Seasway. I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Last time on AdLib Heroes, Olivia, Grimlock, and Kirith saved Julian Corbis from an orc kidnapping plot. They went to the haunted temple where he was to be handed off and found the last remnants of the orcish cult who attempted the kidnapping. The war chief let slip that their patron was Nathaniel Lorne, a local knight with a grudge against Comptus Corbis. He was planning to force Julian to marry him so he could steal the Comptus's lands. The group managed to defeat the orcs waiting near the haunted temple and have now taken over their camp. So I say, actually, I'm pretty messed up. Grimlock looks pretty messed up. I have one, actually, I have a level two spell that I could use as cure wounds too. So I will cure wounds Grimlock at level two. Thank you. Um, so I think that ups. To 2d8. 2d8. So you will get uh, 10 plus my charisma. 10 plus 3. So 13. Thank you. And I will heal myself for 6. Um, are you still? Well, are, are we going to rest? I, I just have a lot of spells left. Oh, sure. Just heal us up then. Word. Uh, are you both still hurt? Yes. My um, wound is like mostly, mostly sealed up, but still visible. I use music to heal. What does your healing look like? Mostly just like packing dirt in the wound. Oh, <laughs> cool. It's magic dirt. Though. And then like casting a spell on right, it. Right. Uh, yeah. The, the dirt's just to toughen you up a bit. Oh. <laughs> it's just a joke. <laughs> As a joke. <laughs> so Olivia gets 11 HP. I'm good now. Grimlock, you want some of this? Just a tad. Give me like a, give me like a half. No, that, that's not a thing. No. Uh, you probably save it. All right. Um, should we go? There was other cooking fires up by... I know that there's a gnome priest up there who's going to perform the ceremony, but... We could go investigate. Sure. Yeah. We want to do this before we've slept. Um. I mean, I know it's early we, morning. Yeah, we have a few days. Like, we don't have to. Like, we can just go take a look. I don't imagine they'd be looking for a fight up there, but mm. it might be more of this Lawrence men. Mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, I'm pretty beat, but I'm like I'm certainly capable of like you know putting on a show. Okay, so you guys are leaving the hidden orcish camp just with the bodies throughout it, and um, yeah, yeah, we can deal with them later. Yeah. Okay. And you are heading up the hill. So when you get to the top of the hill, there is the temple itself, and there is smoke coming out of its chimney. And then there is a small hut behind it. When I say small hut, it is about four feet tall. Okay. I got this, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So we have what is obviously this gnome priest's little hideaway. That's all the evidence of... Uh, any movement we see, though, is like the smoke from the chimney? Yes. Do one of you guys maybe, like, we could go, be back in the orc camp, and one of you could go around and just go up and lie and be like, the war chief sent me to come make sure everything was okay. We just got Mm. the guy or whatever and just pretend to be the messenger. If... 
I was uh, when we saw the the multiple, uh, like smoke trails and evidence of cooking fires. I was worried that they might have like multiple orc camps. Yeah, or but if it's just the two, we may be better off waiting and making our uh, full plan. Okay, I'll go get our donkey. Okay, and quit. So, where are you guys going to be waiting? I think if we clear out this orc camp, like move the bodies, move off the bodies and off and stuff, we okay. can. So, as you go through the camp, uh, you find that there is a small strong box in the orc chief's tent. Ooh. I... Is it locked? Nope. All right. Let's see what they got. Uh, there is 30 gold, 150 silver, and 400 copper. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> so 10 gold apiece. 50 silver apiece. And 133 copper apiece. Awesome. Also, get rid of all of their crappy cooking stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their bad food. Clear Sorry, it was uh, ten gold, thirty silver, fifty silver, fifty silver. How many? How much copper? One hundred and thirty-three. Thirty-three. Thank you. And the food that you were given from uh, from why can't I remember his name? Emil. Yeah. Emir. From Emil. Uh, it is what the stuff that you two are used to from the army. So it's jerky and it is uh hardtack bread yep. and like dried carrots and I'll trade my hardtack bread to Grimlock for his jerky. <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that? I'm going to give you the bread and take your jerky. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> you need carbs to keep you going. I put some spice that I stole from my house <laughs> on the bread and you gave that to me. Can I have some spice for this bread? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Try to make a sandwich. I am upset. <laughs> Wait, why are you upset? This is not good food. I'm going to drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, if you toast, if you toast the, uh, the hard tack, get it really, like really, really hard, you dunk it in the wine. You're just putting burnt charcoal bits into your wine cup. Is that even bread anymore? <laughs> it looks like pieces of wood. No, it's a cracker. Oh. Uh, it's already a cracker. <laughs> no, it's a crispy cracker. Yeah. Well, you didn't grow up on crispy crackers. <laughs> so by the time you finish lunch, that counts as a short rest for anyone who yes, has sick. things that recharge on a short rest. Sick. Cool. Uh, you also notice that the smaller of the two flames, the ones, or sorry, the s- smaller of the two streams of smoke, the one coming from the hut, it disappears. And you start hearing uh, the sound of metal against stone. Uh, Grimlock, you instantly recognize the sound of someone working masonry. My, my ears would pick up and be like, <laughs> uh, do they sound like they're doing a good job? You can't tell that by sound. Okay. Guys, there's someone doing my doing my trade. I have to. I, mean, I think they're, they're sounding a, cha- a challenge. I I doubt that, but if they're building something, it's it warrants investigation. It's true. So you guys head back up around, uh, in the clearing uh, that is behind the church that uh, mostly has. So there's a, a graveyard area, but there's also a little garden. And in the garden, there is a gnome woman wearing the robes of a priest. Uh, and she is working on uh, a statue. So she's got a set of mason's tools and she is sculpting. Uh, it looks like some kind of bird. Oh, cool. Hmm. Is she a witch? Does she make these statues, then make them come alive, and then store them in this giant room of a temple? Sorry, I've been reading my teacher's writings on the Hedge Witch, <laughs> and I, I think it's permeating all my, my thoughts. 
I would have seen those uh, like living statues that you mentioned before. Uh, does this look like one? Uh, this no. This looks like a hunk of stone that is being carved into a statue. Uh, the statue she's making is about as tall of her, as tall as her, and it's going to be some kind of bird. Cool. Um, we would have been coming from. We brought the donkey to the camp, which is where we came from, correct? Correct, yeah. Uh, having heard those noises, I probably would have go- grabbed my kid as like an enthusiastic nerd, like, oh, someone's doing this, maybe I can join him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can have a, a mason off. A, a layoff? <laughs> probably a layoff, yeah. It's called a layup? <laughs> so Grimlock's going to go, wait, wait, you want to go over and talk to her? As a cultist who's also a masonry. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about this. Hey. Well, I mean, yeah, like, maybe not. you and I don't have real disguises. The thing that made us look like cultists was the fact that we were willing to talk to the orcs. That's a good point. We're not gray-skinned or anything. Hmm. Like, if you're not walking around, the, it was mostly the weapons you chose that made you look more culty. Okay. So I'll be... That said, like... We are walking up to a priest who is part of a conspiracy against the local noble out in the middle of nowhere at a haunted church. We do need a reason to be here. It's a fine morning for masonry, but I thought that was a good enough reason. But yeah, we can use more tact if you want. I'm, I'm just saying she will be suspicious. Mm. I'll, I'll trust your judgment. I, uh... I would like to know what she's doing, but maybe... Maybe it's just for fun. Maybe she needs it. Maybe it's a shrine. Uh, religion check to see if it... Yep, you can roll a religion check. Uh... Eleven. Eleven? So she is wearing a holy symbol around her neck that is a scepter that has a spear and a sword crossed crossed through it. Mm. Uh, it is the symbol of Tritherion, the god of individuality and retribution. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, that makes sense why that would be the person who would be willing to be a part of this. Yeah. So, I mean, we could just watch this person from kind of from afar, basically, and see what they're doing. Sure. We have three more days. Well, so we have three days. We can, I guess, try to capture this guy. But we've already investigated. We've already learned the plot. Mm-hmm. So should we just go back to Avalon and then have it's the Comptess only, and all of her people show up? The like, wedding? Like, it's only an hour, two hours maybe to get back. Yeah. And she can start sneaking people up here. We know this guy's going to show up when he's going to show up, and we know what the plot is. Yeah, that's true. And then we can... Well, and if you sneak the soldiers up, your whole plan to have him go through the wedding with you in disguise, and then... It could just... It could also just be him. And then before the thing goes off, it'd be like... Yeah. Hey, the these aren't family. actually orcs. These are a bunch of my allies in disguise as orcs. <laughs> or, yeah, like, have you dressed still, like, disguised as the guy? And then yeah. as soon as the ceremony's over, bam, the spell fades. Hey, hey it was the wedding, me all the wedding, along. the wedding isn't legal, and bam, we have all these people who witnessed you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go back to <laughs> Avalon. Hey, this is Kirith O'Dell from AdLib Heroes, and if you're enjoying this adventure as much as Olivia and Grimlock are, follow our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AdLib Heroes. Hi, this is Joey from AdLib Heroes. If you're enjoying the story I'm telling, you can read my first novel, True Son of the Empire, available on Amazon as both an ebook and a soft cover. The sequel, True Sword of the Empire, will be out any day now. Okay, so you head back to Avalon to get there by the evening. I assume you take Jeremiah back, but leave the war wagon by the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So you head to the, do you head to the castle or? Yeah, let's head no. straight to the castle. Because basically all we'll do is the exact same plat, except now we'll have backup. And yeah. you two will be just two orc cultists who are taking me as the guy with the manacles up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. I might actually stay stay behind and just like bury the uh, bury the corpses, so they're okay. not just like sitting there. So you're gonna stay behind, keep an eye on things just yeah. in case, and yeah. probably keep watching her. And yeah, she is very carefully working on the statue, so she does not get very far along because she is carefully taking her time. Uh, as so, roll me an investigation check as you're watching throughout the day. Probably not. Um. Seven. Seven. Uh, the one thing you notice is every couple of hours she heads inside the temple and then comes back out. Hmm. Hmm. Might be a lookout. Okay. So you guys head back, and when you get to the castle, uh, give your names. The guards let you in. You know where Emil's office is now if you want to go speak directly to Emil. Sure. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Okay. So... Head over to Emil's office and like gently knock on the door. Enter. I open the door. Hello. Oh, you're back already. Yeah. Um. So we killed the four orcs who were there. Um. And we now know the plan. Um. So, what was the knight's name? Uh. Uh. Knight ex chevalier by the name of Nathaniel Lorne. Um. So Emil immediately rolls his eyes at hearing that. Uh, Again? <laughs> so he, yeah, he's he, hired the orcs to capture uh, the Comtus's heir. To, to forcibly marry the heir. They have a priest up there who was going to perform the, the ceremony. Um, and the orcs, they obviously don't care. He offered them some, them some dire wolf cubs. I don't know where he got those, but I don't know, money gets you lots. Um, yeah, so our plan was, um, I'm pretty good at disguising myself, so I could, even for when he shows up, which will be in like three days-ish, if you guys want to start sneaking some people up there, we could still have me disguised as the heir, go through the marriage, which won't be legal, but then you have proof of the crime that he's committing, and also a bunch of witnesses there. So we need some fake orc cultists and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can go as the heir. My two uh, companions, one is still back at the camp. They are good at, they already faked it as cultists. We were good enough to trick the orcs. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have some guards lay in wait, but some of my men acting as cultists as well. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we'll... We'll travel back out to that camp. I'll... Kind of show him on a map where the blind is. Yeah. I mean, you could give him yeah, give Figured's him figures map, map yeah. and you could yeah, draw on it. Show, like, this is where the orc camp was. Kay. You can send someone to that point and. So. Over the next few days, sneak up there. Yeah. Uh, taking just a second here. Oh, there is also someone at Chateau Fortier, a student there. His name is Figured. He actually speaks, writes, and reads Orcish. So if you wanted just some words or some things to sound. Oh, I speak Orcish, he says. Oh, never mind then. We've just been faking it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, when you guys are ready to head back. Uh, Roxy and a half-orc named Landok also come with you to... Mm. The half-orc probably hates having to pretend to be a cultist. Yeah, he's like, this is the worst job. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm Lando. I'm Olivia. Nice to meet you. Lando and Roxy. Nice to meet both of you. Uh, Roxy says, uh, we met. I well, No, I know. I mean... It's good to it be. It was the, it was this morning. Yeah, you gave me a few hours yeah, ago. Jeremiah was given to me by you. Yes, and food for him. Oh, gosh. we you? totally have been feeding him. We have been feeding him. I'm sure Grimlock fed him. If he didn't, he's gonna get kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that may have already happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So they come back with you, and then after you've shown them, Roxy goes back and gets more of Emil's men. You guys are able... So this camp is set up so that the from the church, you can't see it. Mm. You realize the orcs were hiding from the church. Hmm. Should we go do a so scouty scout mission? Lauren didn't. Lauren probably didn't tell the priest that it was orcs he was dealing with. Oh, probably not. So he's probably coming to this camp first. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the next day, Emil comes up, and after reviewing things, he says, all right, we're going to move our troops about two miles back on the road the night of. No need to camp him out here. He's got a few of his more spyish type people, like Lando has stayed with you, and Roxy keeps running back and forth, because tabaxis are good messengers. Great. Uh, and and so, yeah, there, there's about six of his people in the camp. And okay. Just weirdly relaxy hangout. Mm-hmm. I will set up my tent and spend a lot of time in my tent just working through some of the research that okay. I was given from Immerse. Immerse. Um, but I don't do that out in the open. Right. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to do while you wait for the day of the wedding? Uh, I don't believe so. Do we want to at night or something try to sneak closer to the temple and look in the windows? Yeah, we could do a little more scout work, I suppose. Yeah, just try to like sneak around a bit. Okay, so roll me stealth as you head to the temple at night. Ten. Ten? (laughs) Fourteen. Okay, are you going with them, Grimlock? Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that you guys came back to the camp. Oh, Um, yeah, they've been back for days. For days. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, no, we came back like that night Mm. and then he had Lando is like staying with us in the camp and Roxy's going back and forth between their camp. Okay. Cool. Uh, Yeah, I I will join you. Um, So 19 for stealth. Okay. (laughs) So as you guys are heading in, Olivia starts to like open the door and say how, and you guys are like, shut up, (laughs) shut up. Right, right, right. So inside the church, there is, uh, it is one long room. At the far end is a older statue that has uh, recently had moss cleaned off of it, but it's still stained by years of being exposed to the weather. The roof above it has been recently rebuilt. The statue is of a man with a spear in his hand and a sword and, or sorry, a scepter in his hand and a sword and a spear across his back. Uh, On his left, there is a big hound. On his right, there is a Komodo dragon. And above his head, there is a shattered statue that you realize was once a bird of some type. Uh, The pews leading up to it all look very, very recently made. Uh, They are not bolted to the floor. Uh, And then there is an altar in front of the man that has a fire in it that is burning low and collects up into the chimney. So does the bird, broken bird statue look kind of like the one the lady was making? Yes. And is there any more information for us to glean other than what Grimlock told us after looking at her symbol? Can we? Uh, yeah, you can roll a uh, a religion check. To see what all this up there <laughs> means. Um, 21. So Tritherion is, uh, while he's, he's both about individuality and retribution, mm. uh, this is not a pre, uh, church that would normally be okay with a forced marriage because Tritherion would not be okay with you Forcing someone. Forcing someone to get married. So the 
it is equal parts individuality and retribution. You get back at the people who messed with you, but... Yeah, you have to do it within your own yeah. power and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, so, um, actually, let me check the alignment of Triathion. So, they, he might be... He's likely keeping a lot from this priest as well. Maybe he's going to try to magically make me agreeable or make the air agreeable. Compel you, yeah. This is a chaotic good god. Yeah. Yeah. We could go talk to the gnomish priest. I I have the ability to make people tell the truth. Find out what they truly know and then compel them to either go along with our plan or. I mean, what from what you just told me, like the whole individuality equal part to retribution, compelling someone would already like if this priest f- finds out that it was likely going to be some kind of compulsion the perfect retribution for her would be to help us spring the trap. Yeah. So we might not need to do that, but we don't... That's all we're going on, though, is that she is a devout follower of this god. Which, she's a priest, so, like, probably? Probably. I mean, the other point is, whenever that Nathan Knight guy comes he might also have a plan for her. Like he might be forcing her to do it or whatever. And mm-hmm. if we know already, like if she's in on it, then we either convince her to flip sides and help us, mm-hmm. or we just capture her and have one of uh, the Comptess's men, one of the spies come and be the priest. Or she's willing to help us to spring the trap or she had no idea it was going on and she could decide to just leave. We'll let her go if she wasn't actually a part of it. And again, we'll have a fake priest or hmm. if she wants to go along with it, even if she didn't know it was happening because she doesn't think it's right what he's going to do. What do you think, Grim? I think, honestly, I think if we just talk to her, it's like even without compulsion, I think... Yeah, I agree. I don't think compelling her is... I feel like Grimlock's kind of like formed a bond, a one-sided like parasocial (laughs) bond, like watching her being like, she does masonry and lives alone tending a church. This is a cool lady. (laughs) (laughs) I identify with this person. Oh, yeah. I don't mean that we would... I don't think we would force her to do anything, but if she's not going to be helpful in the plan, then she can leave. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Or be held until such a time that the plan is over and then leave. (laughs) Because the worst thing she can do is just go warn him and then it's he said, she said about what Mm -hmm. was happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm all for... Go have a chat. Yeah. So I assume you were breaking into the church in the middle of the night. So we should go next morning. I guess. Just be... Better manners. You're like, kind of less scary, just a bit. Okay. So, yeah, in the morning, you guys head up towards her little hut. Is that all three of you are going, or? Yeah. Yeah, as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can smell fried bananas coming from inside the hut. (laughs) How weird. (laughs) Okay. She can cook, too. (laughs) Are you in love? (laughs) Um, just, I guess, should we just knock? After you two. Uh, I mean, it's a tent. Hello. No, no, it's a hut. Oh. It's, it's a, like, it's a round structure made of wood with a, yeah. So it's a, a round circular hut. It's got shuttered windows. It's got a door, uh, and it's, uh, got almost like a, a slanted roof in all directions out of it. Cool. And it's about five feet tall. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll give it a, a rap on the door. So the door opens and she's there and she has a mace in her hand. She's like, hello. Hi. Um, 
So she starts leaning on it, but uh, can I help you? Uh, we were actually wondering if you could. Nice statue, by the way. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been working on it for a while. Uh, it's going to be Harris the Falcon. Very cool. Can you come out and tell us more about Harris? Sure. So she steps back in for a second, and she comes out, and she's got fried slices of banana on a piece of toast that she's eating. Cool. Uh, she's like, so Harris the Falcon is one of the servants of Triethyl, or sorry, I can't say that right, Trithereon, my god. Uh, he's attended by... Harris the Falcon, uh, also by Nemund the Hound, and Karalk the the Lizard. And do you, so are you making a complete set or what's uh so when I found this church only the only the statue of uh of the Falcon was ruined, so mm. that's the only one I need to replace. Oh, good initiative. Thank you. Mm. Oh I'm I'm actually from kind of around here. I didn't even know there was a um, a, t- a temple. Yeah, it's been abandoned for years, and oh. so I'm trying to restore it. And oh, how did you how did you find out about this place? Uh, I had a vision. Oh, that's really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Takes another big bite of her toast. I'm Jivik, by the way. Oh, um, I'm Olivia. Nice My to parents meet. are cartographers. That's how I knew about this place. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, my dad said it was haunted. Maybe Triathion was upset that no one was worshipping here anymore. I haven't had any trouble. Oh, can I insight check her? Yep. Four. (laughs) Uh, So she has a one. (laughs) She is a little spooked by the idea it might be haunted. Oh, Oh, okay. She had never, it hadn't crossed her mind, so. I bet you my dad just doesn't know what. I mean, it's an old abandoned temple out in the middle yeah. of the woods. Rumors happen. Um, But, you know, that was many years ago that they were here, so it could, it could be. And well, if you had ghosts a... ghosts are forever. <laughs> hmm. That's a good point. Anything else cool from your vision? Like you're just he- come to here to yeah. I just I just saw that there was an old temple, and then I saw what it would look like when it was fixed. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So are you from here? Do you know like a lot of the people no, I, here? No, I'm uh, I'm from Ralu, the capital. Oh, okay. That night guy is from like the yeah. He's local neighboring area. area. Yeah, his lands border. The Corvus lands. So are we your first visitors or? Uh, no, uh, I've actually gotten a little bit of patronage from Sir Lorne. I see. Yeah, he's actually planning to get married here in a couple days. Oh, wonderful. That's really nice. I'm going to have to tell my parents to, do you mind if we add this to the maps as um, an actual temple location? I, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. I, I mean, mm. if we can get the, I assume that uh, the Comptus will clear the road leading here after the marriage. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, when a, when a knight gets married, that's pretty important. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, she is marrying, uh, Julian Corbus. Oh, uh, hive mind. Do we want to come clean with her? Yeah. I feel she like seems, she's she seems pretty like she's dope. Super not in the know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to her. Um, how much do you know about the wedding? Uh, just that they're doing an evening service here in two nights. I'm surprised that I haven't seen, like, flowers or anything sent, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a love match that they're keeping secret. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, uh, that, don't. That's super you, all right. We already knew about it. Yeah, we. Oh. Uh, so we haven't been 100% honest with you. Um, we have been actually accidentally following the thread towards you this whole time um, because we were helping in another town with an orc invasion and we followed the orcs to Abelant because they were coming to Abelant to capture um, the Comtus's heir to force him to marry 
your new patron. Lauren. So she, her eyes get really dark and she's like, they were going to force Julian to marry Nathaniel? Correct. That's, yeah. They well, had, that wedding's off. Well, wait. <laughs> we have a thought. A, and we could use your help. What's your thought? I can disguise myself as Julian, which would then make the ceremony null and void. Do but you, Do you think you could trick his lover? They're... Oh, right, right, yes. He he was kidnapping him. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, uh, probably they don't know each other well. Well, and I'm, I, I, I'm from Avalon, so I know... I know Julian pretty well, so I'm okay. actually pretty good at, and I'm trained in acting. I'm an actor. And I'm an actor. I'm actually quite talented, so. Um. Oh, wait till you see my costume. It's like magic. <laughs> but it's definitely not magic. Um, anyways, yeah. So, yeah, I think if we, if you would be willing to go through everything, we just didn't want to be, we didn't know what your intentions were, and We'd rather let you go in full. Yeah, I, I thought this was two lovers whose families didn't entirely approve, which Triathion is really behind. Mm. However, forcing someone to marry you? Yeah. Yeah, that's once, not okay. Once we, uh, again, full disclosure, we've been watching for the last day or two. Um, and once we noticed that you were a follower of Triathion, actually Grimlock here, noticed and identified your deity, we figured that you probably wouldn't be okay with this. Yeah, um, good call. Would you be okay with joining us in the plot to basically... Get retribution against... Yes. Yeah, that down. And I think <laughs> and I think you may also get your wish that the Comptess, I mean, this favor to her, we could probably leverage to get you better services out to the temple. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just, like, even if a it's road. just... road. <laughs> and I don't need, like, a paved road, just, like, if the path was cleared. Yeah. I, th I mean, they're bringing some soldiers and stuff through here, so it might already get cleared some from that. Okay. Great. All right. Well, uh, so two days, two nights time? Two nights time. Okay, we'll have people come in contact with you. I, till then, I, like, I assume Grimlock wants to talk more about statues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had some good technique there. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a... More of a functional mason myself, if you could give me some tips for the finesse. Of yeah, so uh, like you, you assist her on the statue for the next couple of days. It's <laughs> it's very very pleasant. <laughs> she like keeps inviting you in to eat lunch with her, and what she's she always keeps the fire in the temple burning. Oh, okay. That's that's, that's what she was she doing. Yeah. Cool. Kirith, we might lose Grimlock to this temple. <laughs> kind of like this idea of this deity, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With all these animals around oh, him. A bunch of animals and damn the man and it's all about me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the religion of Bart Simpson. <laughs> I don't know. I do what I feel like. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's one of his eat my shorts. One of his uh, <laughs> classic <laughs> proverbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like there I, there I men. Yeah. Like, Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. <laughs> the next time she pulls out a like the fried banana sandwich, I'll take some uh, some cocoa from the uh, from the spice thing. Yeah, like, sprinkle it on. <laughs> Ooh, that's really good. So yeah, you Grimlock especially has a pleasant weight as you work on your research materials, Olivia. And I mean, I assume Kira, this is a normal situation that. He doesn't have strong feelings one way or another about I don't have to... Oh, you're saying for the next three days I don't have to make conversation with these guys? Yeah. <laughs> I smoke and write poetry. <laughs> it's so nice to be alone and smoking. <laughs> I fake smoke my candy smoke. <laughs> you sit down beside him. What you oh, writing? Tough day. Nothing. Oh. Can I try to peek at what he's writing? Yeah. I mean, it's a jerk move, but you can do it. <laughs> uh, am I that big of a jerk? Oh. No, he told me no, I won't peek at what he's writing. Okay. I'll uh, plop down next to him with the big, thick... Uh, <laughs> licorice cigar. <laughs> licorice cigar. I roll up my papers and <laughs> shove them in my backpack. <laughs> As they're both candy smoking next to you. <laughs> We're a gang. Uh. 
It sure feels great to ruin the fresh air, doesn't it? We're so tough. <laughs> yep. Look at us slowly disintegrating our bodies. Yep, this is great. <laughs> you know, there's always something to, something to be said about chewing on cheap cigars and just... He <laughs> eats it. <laughs> you know, you probably have never made 100 gold this easy. I don't know if I've ever made 100 gold. I mean, I'm young, and I seem to be batting like 50 gold, 100 gold. This is I mean, just I'm, regular, right? I'm pretty young. <laughs> I'm only 97. Um, you also come from wealth, though. That just kind of happens. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, before the army, I don't know if I ever made more than like 10 gold. <laughs> in a like, day. In my life. Hmm? Well, I'm glad that we found a bountiful <laughs> profession together of <laughs> getting axed. Of murder. <laughs> Sometimes we almost get murdered, too. Yeah. Trading blood for gold. We're, we're still the good guys. I think, I think we're still good. Yeah, orcs aren't people. Well, they've made they're people who have made such terrible choices that like I don't know that they can come back from that. Hey, this is Kareth from Adlib Heroes, and if you like Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal, be sure to follow the contributing artists who wrote our intro and outro, Balragath, on all of their social media and their bandcamp. Hey guys, Olivia here. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It'll help other people find our show. So the day that uh, the day of the wedding, Lando is sitting there grumpily as they put a bunch of gray makeup on him to make him look like a full orc. Mm-hmm. And that, and so Emil says, uh, "So we're gonna make him speak." For the orcs, uh, and he asks you to give any information you've discovered over to him. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'm going to uh, need to like I'll get into my costume right before. Yeah, as, yeah. as long as we have a heads up. Yeah. So a lit just as the sun starts to set, uh, coming from the other direction, so the road that comes from further to the that heads further west, uh, there is a procession heading your way. There is a carriage. There are four mounted guards, and then there is uh, a armored wagon being pulled. I'm in full full disguise. Probably, yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Probably just stand at attention to receive them. Okay. So after, uh, so yeah, they set up on the hill by the church and then the, uh, one of the mounted men who's wearing full plate and he's got a long gray cloak coming off of it and a great sword on his back. Uh, he rides down to the bottom of the hill and he calls out something in Orcish and Lando answers him. And uh, and he calls out in common, come up to the road. Uh, so Lando starts, like, looks at you guys and starts heading forward. I assume you've cast the spell at this yeah, point? Yeah, we'll put the manacles on and I'll mm-hmm. cast the disguise self spell. So, yeah, as as he steps forward, the, the man in armor who has dark eyes and a well-groomed beard... He says, uh, where's Norl? Dead. Mm. But you got the boy? And he's they're like he's like, bring him forward. A shove. Yeah. I just kind of shove again me. act like I'm So roll me a deception check with advantage. So that was a five on the dice, and that was a 12 on the dice, so 17. 17, okay. So he looks at you and he's like, I'm sure you realize you're in a great deal of danger here, Julian, so I'm going to give you one of two choices. You can 
keep your head and marry me, or we can bury you in two separate holes tonight. I've grown rather attached to my head. All right. Well, uh, can't even crack a smile. (laughs) So he turned the knight turns to you and says, take the manacles off him. Take him off. All right, let's uh, head up to the church. Thought I'd be dressed nicer for my wedding. <laughs> I just act like... I know, but you're doing actually like a pretty good impression <laughs> of who I think of Julian. <laughs> of even though you haven't nutty. met him very much. Like, yes. I'm a snotty noble. Yeah, like you're talking back, but not fighting back because yeah. you, Julian doesn't think he could take this guy. Yeah. So there are a couple of... Uh, there are a couple of the guards inside the church. The others are kind of standing around the wagon and keeping an eye down on the orc encampment. And you can hear the like the excited sounds of puppies from in the wagon. Dire wolf cubs, puppies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you head inside and uh, again, the ceremony starts so Jivik the priestess has you both stand and uh, she is having trouble concealing her smile Mm -hmm. because she is into what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) She worships a god of retribution and someone's about to get shown up. Yeah. So uh, Sir Nathaniel Lorne is very harsh and very composed during this and again classic movie tropes trying to speed Jivik along. Yeah. yeah. And I assume you guys are here with um would his uh guard allow the orcs to come up or So you guys aren't like, yeah, full right. orcs here right. cultists so uh yeah I yeah if we can get inside the temple yeah great and I just I'm gonna trust Lando to get everyone else in position yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I continue to be snarky. So, like, I've never been so enthusiastically excited to marry a man as boring and just, like, talking slow, like, (laughs) inane, disgustingly simple in my life. So, yeah. Nathan (laughs) Deere. Really selling it. Yeah. <laughs> Jivik's like, are you sure you want to go? No, I'm I'm so into it, I'd lose my head if I wasn't. Right, right. Right. And you you re- <laughs> again, she you caught her off guard with your acting for a second. Yeah. And, <laughs> but the ceremony goes on and you reach the you are now pronounced husband and husband. And then you get to the, so yeah, ceremony reaches the point where you are officially married. married. The thing is, because you're not true about who you are, the wedding isn't going to count. Mm-hmm. I'll just like turn to him and like, so, Nathan? Nathaniel. Nathaniel, you've gotten everything out that you've wanted. What's next for you? Well, now we'll go home and send a letter to your sister. Hmm. And the church opens, like the back doors, and uh, Countess, uh, uh, Countess, uh, Comptus. Comptus. My sister shows up. Your sister shows up. Quote, and unquote. Yeah. Oh, doesn't look like a letter's necessary, and just like, I'll drop the spell. Yeah. And he starts reaching for his sword, and she's like, are you sure? I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I like reach for my rapier. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have had the I rapier. Know. Yeah. yeah, I reach for my pion flute. Yeah, I, I assume you've got the rapier. <laughs> Actually, yeah. As he like reaches, like Grimlock and I'll just like turn towards him. Yeah. No. I'll draw my sword too, and just and where, no one's on your side on this, buddy. His his outside guards are there in shackles. They gave up when they were outnumbered five to one yeah. <laughs> by the Comptus's forces who have come up outside during. I'm so sorry. You won't have the picture perfect wedding. So, Sir Lorne is turning beat, beat red with anger. But you know, I lied. 
this is picture perfect. <laughs> I'm going to commission a painting of this. <laughs> so the uh, the Comte says, well, Sir Lorne, um, I think I'm going to have to send a letter to uh, to his majesty to talk about what's happened here today. And Sir Lorne just stays absolutely silent. And there is this long standoff, and he says, Am I free to go? Is he free to go? I look at, like, Grimlock and at <laughs> Kirith. Like, look up look up into the sky for a second. Wait, isn't he's, he's breaking. He has to be breaking a lot. Something. He's also a noble. Yeah. Something that doesn't particularly matter to them. But the thing that frustrates you the most is, while normally he'd get away with all of this, his crime was against another noble. Mm-hmm. So, so it's going to count just like eventually. Eventually. But she says, you know, I'd like to invite you back to Chateau Cording for some pre-wedding or sorry, some post-wedding drinks. I think it's important you come with us, and uh, I don't think you'll need that sword. And she kind of motions to Kirith. A free sword. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nathaniel, do you want someone to head back to your lands? It'll only take an hour. Um, You need anything from home? So he he says, uh, they're expecting me back within the hour, so they'll notice something is up. Mm. Luckily, as a knight, you can ride across your land in less than one. (laughs) (laughs) He punches at you. Okay, I'm going to use my bardic inspiration as cutting words, so it'll be minus a d6 to his roll. So he has a a negative one. (laughs) So he goes to punch, and you're like, like, what are your cutting words? I'll just be like... um, I mean, it could just be the insult that... The insult that I actually (laughs) said, like, yeah, I'll just be like, whoop. And and I also like the idea that you go to Grimlop, grab your rapier, and you've got the point to his throat. Yeah, just like, again, you should stop trying to do anything at this moment. And, uh, and Comptus Corbus turns to Kirith again and says... Don't you have a set of manacles? I'm looking at how fancy his sword is. Oh, it's <laughs> real nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, uh, Grimlock has them. Okay. <laughs> I think they'd look really good on Sir Lorne, don't you? Yeah, it's the newest fashion. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. <laughs> the first time they've actually been closed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, gets to ride back manacled to... Uh, the Comptus's castle where he is put in a tower room. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's being held by her. Do we get these cubs? I give uh, Jivik. Yeah. Like, I guess a low five. Like yeah. Just, yeah, great job. <laughs> yeah. You pulled it off. <laughs> She's like, this is great. <laughs> so tell me other- more about your god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, this is the sort of thing he is into. <laughs> I like it. I am so glad this is the first service that has happened at the <laughs> temple. <laughs> like he would love this. <laughs> I'm going to leave eight silver for her, just like a donation yeah. to your god. And... Sorry, who who was receiving the um, the cubs' payment? It was the orcs. It the was orcs. the orcs. So yeah, there are uh, two male and two female dire wolf cubs in a kennel on that armored wagon. Cool. Um, so no one currently has claim to them. No. Like she's out here all by herself. Like dire wolves would be. If she can take care of them. Oh, if she thinks she can rear them. Oh, how do you, how do you feel about? I've never raised hounds before. Uh, She is not trained in animal handling. Mm. Uh, We could ask the Comptess if she has anyone capable. Yeah, she has a hound master. Yeah, training them. Um, I wouldn't mind putting our name in for possession, but we don't have the resources to rear and keep them. Mm -hmm. Mm. Could we have them stay with the hound master until... Such a time as we yeah, do. No. 
Yep. Cool. And probably we wouldn't want four with us. Maybe one. No. <laughs> I would like four with me. <laughs> it is it is hard to manage yeah. di- even a trained dire wolf. Like mm-hmm. they can be semi domesticated, but Yeah. Um Oh, is Lorne's sword just a long sword? Uh, it is a great sword, uh, and it is worth an extra 50 gold over the normal price of a great sword for the artwork in the hill. I just sell it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to use this. So the Comptus is very, very happy with you as you return to the castle. Uh, she pays you each the 100 gold you're owed. Great. Uh, and uh, she also... Uh, ends uh, so she she also gives you each a bonus of an additional 25 gold and says if you're ever looking for work I'm sure Emil will be able to find something for you thank you um, we do owe a lady some candy so <laughs> <laughs> definitely. definitely the important thing <laughs> what well and at this point you will all become level four Great success. Ooh, da, 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 da. I, yeah, I thank the Comptess and just say, like, hopefully your brother's actual wedding is a much nicer affair. Well, Julian actually comes to find you all and he's like, well, thank you all so much. You're welcome. <laughs> it sounds like I was uh, up for something miserable. Yeah, uh, Nathaniel seems awful. Like, I tried to make jokes and he didn't even laugh once. And you're the guy capturing a guy. So making- what, what you're saying is I should go up to the door to the tower room and flirt with him every day. Yes. Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. I think that would be. You're all so petty. <laughs> he just has such a beautiful mustache. It highlights his frown. Yeah, it does. It actually does. Kirith, you should grow a mustache. He turns. Have, the- it's part of my beard. Oh, your facial hair is so thin and light it's hard occasionally you know what it's a beautiful mustache it really accentuates your frown (laughs) yeah that's why i grew it (laughs) wow you turned the loveliest shades of red just like my fiance (laughs) (laughs) wait are you the new knight of lorne as he looks at your sword i was gonna hawk this uh hey hey I'll give you 200 gold for it. Yeah! <laughs> because I want to wear it every time I go visit. <laughs> sure. I'm, yeah. So yeah, he pays you 200 gold for the sword. That's 66 gold a piece. So, uh, you guys also now, you can consider uh, Julian Corbis to be a contact who really likes the three of you. Great. Um, I, once we're like out of the castle... I think we should probably go pay, at least repay our debt to Cherry Boots. Totally. Yeah, they've been waiting long enough. Well, and if by some means we end up going off doing our own things, we should at least tie up the last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have the saltwater taffy. We don't really have anywhere else to go or be. I wouldn't mind taking a day or two to relax. It's been a hell of a week. I guess. I just, have I gotten any further in the research? Like, do am I wanting to go to the capital? Not, not yet. You don't okay. have those details because it was hard to do it out at the camp. And Okay. Yeah, we could hang out for a bit. Where we have free beds and... Mm-hmm. I just have to keep avoiding telling my parents how many times I've been sliced or sliced things. I mean, I could tell them if you can't. No, it's... It gets harder to leave the more dangerous ah. stuff we're doing. Hmm. But it's okay. Uh, they'll be proud to hear we saved the Comptus's heir mm-hmm. from... Yeah, you just leave the stabby parts out of the story. Oh. And there was a lot less stabbing in this last endeavor, except for the orc camp. Yeah, but we, luckily we got ahead of this one. Mm-hmm. They didn't get away with... Julian or we didn't have to recover anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, with your plan it didn't seem like there would be a fight. You yeah. mm-hmm. were able to come with overpowering force. So yeah, 
yeah, maybe we take a rest. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, why don't we call that session for today? And when we pick up next time, uh, you'll each get two weeks of downtime to use. Cool. Sick. Should we, um, like, roll? You want to roll your hit points now? I do. Oh, yeah. Can Joey roll my hit points, please? (laughs) You don't want the one? I don't. And take a five. Sick. I have a four, so I'm still going to play safe and just keep it. I got a three. Joey, help me. That's a six. Slick. I'm just going to randomly roll a dice now, Bev. No. Stop. It's a five. Oh, (laughs) one extra in in the alternate timeline where I have so much more HP. Uh, Two extra HP. So...